One could argue, episode two, we are here and we are talking about bullying today. This wasn't originally what the episode was going to be about, but I had a conversation with my mom a few weeks ago and we were talking about um, some situations that were going on at one of the schools that my cousin goes to and just how the school is trying to deal with it and things like that. And having been someone who dealt with bullying, I figured it's a great time to, you know, have a discussion about it. So I have feelings about things that are being done wrong, things that are misunderstood, and just a few steps that could possibly help um, set a proper expectation for it, as well as some um, more efficient solutions that may be contrary to popular belief slash suggestion. That and being a little bit better with language in this episode. Last episode, I went super crazy, and then Groove hit me. He was like, yo, you know you went kind of crazy on the language. I was like, yeah, you're right. So I'm going to work on that, and we're going to talk about bullying. So let's get right into it. Like last time, I think the best way to establish this conversation is to build some sort of foundation on what is the definition of bullying. So we find ourselves at stopbullying.gov. This is a this is a this is an official website of the United States government, which means these are the people who are responsible for helping us find a solution to this problem since we are citizens of the United States. So, on their site, it says, Bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior among school-aged children that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The the, Not the power. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. Both kids who are bullied and who bully others may have serious, lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive and include, one, an imbalance of power. Kids who bully use their power, such as physical strength, access to embarrassing information or popularity to control or harm others. Power imbalances can change over time and in different situations, even if they involve the same people. And two, repetition. Bullying behaviors happen more than once or have the potential to happen more than once. Bullying includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. Types of bullying are verbal, teasing, name-calling, taunting, um, making uh, inappropriate sexual comments, you know, cyberbullying, social bullying, um, leaving people out on purpose, um, telling other people not to be friends with other people, you know, all that weird stuff. Um... And yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it. Besides that, they had a bunch of statistics. I don't really want to get too caught up in statistics. They, I feel like sometimes you can get so caught up in statistics that it just makes you shocked at the amount of people that are dealing with it. And then that shock sort of takes attention away from 
the possible solution. So I'm not going to get too much into statistics, but um, it is definitely a serious, serious, serious issue, which is why we're having this conversation. So one of the main things I feel like in establishing um, a couple of my arguments with this is understanding that one, bullying is not a school-aged issue, as this website put it. Even through looking at these definitions, I'm sure everyone either knows someone or has been in a situation where you may, as an adult, go to work and deal with, oh, this group doesn't talk to this group or this person, or my girlfriend told me I shouldn't talk to her because she did this, or, you know what I mean? Or going online and seeing an outfit that someone may have wore be trashed, like they dragging them in the comments. So it's just interesting how we'll put all of these different labels on stuff, like, oh, if you go out to a show and there's a comedian making fun of somebody in the crowd, oh, then it's comedy and it's not bullying. Or, oh, this is just the internet, us having fun, it's not bullying. And I don't think it all is, to be honest, but that just leads me into my next point as far as setting the proper expectation. I don't necessarily think we should refer to everything as bullying because it's not some, you know, that's why I said you may go to a comedy show and it's comedy. It's people having fun. It's laughter. We're put here to laugh and, you know, enjoy each other. And sometimes that may be at the mercy of a jacket someone chose to chose to wear or a messed up haircut somebody has. So but at the same time, if you're dealing with someone who's super sensitive, then, um, it can feel like that. You can you can feel victimized. You can feel like you're being taken advantage of or verbally abused because your level of sensitivity is um, low. And that's not, like I said, that's not necessarily everyone's fault, but I think there needs to be a proper expectation set for living in the real world. I feel like if you're setting the expectation of, you know what, you're going out in the world and everyone's always going to like everything that you put on or everyone's always going to be excited to see you or everyone's always just going to feel like you're the best shits in sliced bread, then when you go out and you meet that pushback, you're automatically going to be like, whoa, what's this? Why, why am I, you know what I mean? Why am I getting this energy from this person or these people? When it's just everyday interactions, that's just how it is. And people don't prepare, well, I'm going to talk about children because that's where it starts, but people don't necessarily prepare children for that. When you're growing up and you're a child in school, if you're sending your kid, if you're sending your kid to school with Payless shoes and a shirt they wore last year and raggedy jeans or off-brand stuff, it's not Jordan or it's not Nike, we know it's unfair that they have to go to school and be made fun of for that. It's not their fault. Their parents may have, may not have had the money, blah, 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 blah. That's all cool. I get that. I've been that person. However, you can't just send your child out to school and not arm them with no jokes or nothing because you know they're going to get roasted. Your child knows they're going to get roasted. You know they're going to get roasted. I know they're going to get roasted. So if you're going to send your child out to school with them raggedy shoes on and that shirt and that uh, $2 hairline, Send them out with some jokes. Equip your child to be able to deal with what's going to happen as soon as he steps foot in that courtyard. Same thing with physical bullying. Equip your child to know that it's okay to defend themselves. There's so many kids that are being bullied, and it's like they're not fighting back at all. People are saying stuff about them. They're not They're not even defending themselves. Like, nah, F you or forget you, whatever kids say, you know, I like this, da, 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 this, they're, they're not, 
giving back any sort of confidence or they're getting smacked or punched and they're not thinking to raise their hands in front of their face or swing back like at all it's just like this training of don't worry one day they'll they'll stop one day we're gonna get this together like no some kids you gotta swing off on sometimes you gotta hook off on a six-year-old not you as the adult but sometimes if you got a child being made fun of or being hit you gotta teach yo yo when he hits you punch the shit out this kid like that's what it is if the, if your child gets suspended whatever don't don't you know ground your child or whatever for sticking up for themselves and that's another point just so many people are penalized for defending themselves and then schools ask why people are um you know resorting to suicide or like uh self-inflicted wounds and stuff like that that's like yo I was being bullied. This kid kept hitting on me. One day I swing back. I punched the shit out of him. Now I'm suspended for five days. You're literally teaching kids that it's not okay to defend yourself. And that's the thing I feel like we need to encourage people, um, children, and like I said, even older people that deal with it. Get more in tune with your animal instincts. Don't go totally out of control. You have to teach some sort of balance. But don't just be out here just letting people just take advantage of you. You're like, nah, you, you can't do that. So... That leads into my um, my next point, which is vulnerability at home or fostering an insensitive home environment. Because I feel like that's where a lot of children can be taught that they're not worth defending. I remember, well, over the course of doing some research for this episode, I found that a lot of um, people who are dealing with bullying, as far as the numbers... Children who were associated with the LGBT community, these numbers were 40% higher than heterosexual children who dealt with um, bullying. That's in regards to suicide, actually being made fun of, actually, you know what I mean? All of, the, all of those different subgroups um, of bullying. And I feel like a lot of that starts at home with examples or information or remarks that they're hearing from parents. If you're a gay child and you're at home and your parents are watching or you see a cousin or whoever a guardian who's watching a show that has a gay scene or you're going out in um, the mall and you see a gay couple walking by and your mom or your dad is like, oh, man, look at that. That's disgusting or that's a sin or don't be like that, such and such. You may not know that that's what your child identifies with. Now you've literally told your child you're disgusting. I don't want nothing to do with you. You're you know what I mean? You're a sin. You're against God. You're whatever. All of these reasons people come up with. And now you've set that into your child's head to make them feel like, yo, even in my even in my home, even in my place of comfort, I'm not accepted. I'm not worth fighting for. I'm not worth being defended. I'm not worth anything at all. So then when they go out into the world, it's just like, yeah, I guess y'all should be making fun of me. I guess I'm not worth shit. I guess I should kill myself because my parents don't even love me or care about me you know what I mean so I think it's the fact of just really being a little bit more sensitive to people that are in your uh personal space people that are in your home environment your friends your loved ones be careful what you're saying around them and you know it 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 varies because like I said me and my friends we talk about each other all the time we talk about each other's hairlines clothes you know we make fun of each other but we get each other. We've been around each other for years. We know each other's tolerances. And we're just, you know, we've built up thick skin to be around each other. But that's not everybody. Not everybody can, you know, function in that sort of environment. So if you know you're not 
at that level yet with somebody, maybe be, or if you're not sure, then maybe keep some of those comments to yourself and understand that you can't separate someone's life from their lifestyle. You can't have a, a gay friend over and you watching the show and a gay scene comes on and you turn away and you're like, oh, they always got to include this or da 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 And then be like, yo, I love you, yo, you my homie, da da Like, nah, if I'm your homie, if, if you got a homegirl, you got a homeboy and he's gay or whatever, and you always expressing dislike towards the gay community, then there's something about them that you don't like. There's no way around it. They can't say, oh, no, you know, I don't mean that. You my homie. No. If you don't like gay people and I'm gay, that means you don't like me, period, hands down. There's no there's no way around it. So just make sure you're checking with yourself and making sure you're not giving off that energy to people who, you know what I mean, are, are around you that, and that you're influencing. Um, and that leads me to my final point, which is the path forward. It's unfortunate and it's not always your fault if you're someone who's been dealing with being bullied your whole life or, um, you know, not defending yourself and things like that. But the it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to um, improve moving forward. So if you are someone who's been dealing with it and, you know, has have a hard time defending yourself or, you know, taking the necessary actions to see solutions, you have to put yourself in um, a position to win. You have to find, you have to go out, you have to find groups, you have to find new friends, you have to, you know what I mean? You have to break out of that shell. And that's not always easy because some people have been dealing with this for 10, 15, 20 years. There's a there's grown people, 50, 60, 70 years old who deal with this. But that's, that's just the thing about life. You have to force yourself to break out of it because no one's going to come do it for you. Even to find people who help you do it, you have to put in the work to go find them and put yourself in a situation to, you know, build a relationship with those people. Because if not, then you'll literally just be this way your whole life. And that's that's really no way to live. And I get it. I remember, like I said, going through that myself and being bullied and then having to learn how to defend myself. And then once I started doing that, I took it too far and low key became a bully through trying to defend through trying to defend myself against a certain type of person. I became that type of person. And then I had to learn how to pull it back and um, and find a balance. And so, like I said, sometimes you go too far. Sometimes you don't go far enough. It depends. But it's you have to at least try. And when you do that, like I said, you're you're guaranteed to see some sort of improvement. But um, that's that's definitely one of the most important things. And um, that's really it. This episode is shorter than last week. I um I definitely try to be a little bit more conscious of not going over the same points over and over again. I hope I wasn't too scatterbrained. But this is something that's important to me because, like I said, I have dealt with it. I have seen the consequences. Um, personally and from others around me and from, you know, just being conscious and reading stories about this because it happens so much and I feel like it's because people aren't identifying um, with it because it's not being explained correctly. People have the wrong expectation. They're taking the wrong steps and the information that they're reading isn't accurate. It's important to make sure that you know when you're going to stopbullying.gov just because it's a government website doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about. There's people who write these words. That could have been a 20-year-old intern who they were like, you know what, we need something for you to do. Here, write this article on 
what bullying is and then we'll post it. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're familiar with bullying in the black community or the Latin community or the Indian community. You know what I mean? And these are all people that could deal with it in, in different ways. I was even reading a survey. It was a student report um, for the 2015 school crime supplement to the national, it's called the National Crime Victimization Survey. And they pretty much try to go through and break down all of the things that could be influencing the amount of bullying that's going on from reduced lunch and um, gangs and all of these different, you know, just things that could contribute. And in the list of students that the survey was taken on, it was um, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian, Native Hawaiian, other Pacific Islanders, Black African American, Hispanic Latino, and students of two or more races, or two or more races, but white is nowhere listed in there. So I was like, okay, if we're specific to this group, then who's over this information? Because we know that you you should be one of these people to understand what their plight is. So like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, let me make sure this isn't a white person trying to give information on every group except white people. And that's not to say that a white person couldn't help find a solution, but just naturally we know that you're better able to understand people of your own um, background. And then two, if it is a white person, cool, but I need to know who this is. I, it can't just be blanketed in, oh, this is .gov. Clearly there's something that's not going on in one group that's going on in other groups. So being that I don't even know who wrote this article, I can't be like, okay, let me just take what they said and just build off of that. Because that could be the reason why you're not finding your solution. You're starting off with the wrong um, foundation anyway. So definitely keep that in mind, whether it's this article or anything else. Make sure you go on to multiple resources, um, getting some hands-on references from people you actually know or people who've actually dealt with it and build from that. So... That's it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for checking out last week's episode. Really appreciate all the constructive criticism I got from everybody. Um, follow me, follow One Could Argue on Twitter and Instagram. One Could Argue, O-N-E Could Argue on Instagram and Twitter. Leave me some reviews on iTunes. Um, hashtag on Twitter. Instagram, all that good stuff. Let me know what you guys want to hear me talk about, what you guys like, don't like, all that stuff. I'm, I'm really open to all the feedback I can possibly get because I really want this thing to be good. So help me, y'all. All right, until next time, see ya.